were just talking about, you know, some board games that uh, Christopher was describing for us. And um, it's always nice to get a game night out, isn't it? You know what I mean? Get some friends over and spend the day. You know what I mean? You can't you can't rush it. You know, you actually got to take your time and relax. It just gives out like we did a Game of Thrones game night here. Um, uh, Angel was there. I was there. Monopoly. Game yeah, of Thrones, Game of Thrones Monopoly, Monopoly which was fun. Yeah. Brian S. showed up and won like five in a row, mm-hmm. even though he usually doesn't win. He's been on this big kick lately where he's very angry at Jason from Friday the 13th on the NES console game where he's like, I've been watching videos how to beat him. This is a man who hasn't played this game probably since, uh, I don't know, the first Clinton administration, and he's still upset about Jason. So. Uh, there was a deep search for some consoles to get to them, and unfortunately, we came up a little bit short in that aspect. But that's okay. But anyway, he was there, and uh, little uh, little Maz showed up, and we had a good time. But like I said, Brian, Brian S won like like five in a row. Mm-hmm. He, he even he was even surprised by his own. He was surprised by his own performance. He couldn't believe it. Uh, it's a bit it's a bit surprising, isn't it? Um, so uh today there's not a lot going on in the news cycle i'm really surprised i really don't have a lot to talk about you know there's a lot of boring activity happening out there geopolitically everybody's you know kind of getting along with each other there's really nothing to report you know the u.s left afghanistan um no real warmongering no war at all right oh that's right so like the last time we talked it was, um, we were like, you know, speculating about, oh, you know, what are we going to do here? Like, you know, is there going to be an, like, we didn't think there'd be an invasion of Ukraine by, by Mother Russia. And uh, we were wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> I didn't think it would happen. I thought that it would happen in the Donbass uh, with the two breakaway republics, which have now been formally recognized by the Russian state. And then I was like, all right, well, if there's going to be military action, it's going to be there to consolidate. Nope, 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 nope. That's why I do this podcast. And that's why people who know about this stuff, they didn't know anyway. They were hoping it was going to happen. They, they got one right. So the Russians have decided to invade Ukraine. Um, and they raised, they raised the, the Russian flag over one of the northeastern cities of the country. They took Chernobyl. I mean, that's... I mean, that was their fault anyway. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, go, like, <clears throat> go ahead and have Chernobyl. <laughs> like, go ahead. Just make sure you maintain that uh, that cap over the... Uh, yeah, no kidding, right? You know? Right. No, what a wild day, man. What a yeah. um, what a wild turn of events things have taken well, here, you know? And, and, and like you said, like, about our administration getting one right, you know, it's like a, a blind squirrel finds a net every once in a while and after like weeks straight of like and they're going to attack now just kidding and now just kidding and now just kidding and now i told you so yeah that's pretty much how it worked for him so yeah if you keep (laughs) like repeating it over and over again like eventually like you'll get it really just gonna keep moving the goalpost this way and then we're gonna move it that way they're they're definitely they're definitely hot for some action you can tell well they're getting it right now and um Um, I, I, I don't know why, man. <laughs> like, this is... It's no good. It's no, no good no. at all. Um, 
And then, of course, like the West, the media has been ratcheting it up, like, you know, saying that, oh, Putin has threatened to use his nuclear arsenal and, um, you know, this, that and the other thing. And of course, I, I have some bad news. We got some bad news for those of you. Like, I, I, I don't watch the news ever. And I bought, like I said in the Patreon, I didn't buy. I'm doing a 60-day trial of the YouTube's television, okay? I'm giving it a shot because I wanted to watch the Super Bowl, which was highly disappointing because the team from California won. And then I was like, okay, well, I've been looking at news. Like, Popular Front on Instagram has been the greatest source of frontline footage and video that you could ever ask for. They have people on the ground sending in videos of Russian, uh, you know, like there's one that it's really tragic. You hear a child crying in the background as a fucking missile slams into a building like right next to where they're being filmed. Like it's it brings it home. It's real. It's really happening. You see um, like a, was it an attack helicopter for the Russians that got shot down. There's footage of that. There's footage of fighting out in the countryside. They're outside Kiev right now. Apparently, the, the Ukrainians took back the airport. But listen, let's cut the bullshit and get right to it. What they're trying to do is delay the inevitable. Mm -hmm. The Russians are going to win. They're going to win. There's no... Here's the thing. And I know that some people like you know who think that they know everything, which I'm not one of them. But just think about it logically. You are you you are one of the countries that that controls ninety percent of the world's nuclear arsenal. Okay, you've been ratcheting up war drums for you know the last eight years when you've been supporting the breakaway republics. Okay, this isn't a judgment of. This is just an assessment. This is I'm not saying this is good or this is bad. I think all war is a bad idea. I think that shouldn't have to be like said as a preamble. But would that be in the case? They took over Crimea in 2014. Nothing happened, right? They literally made it a part of Russia again, okay? And I've told you guys before on the, on on the podcast. When when Russia is powerful, Ukraine is part of Russia. When Russia is weak, Ukraine is not part of Russia, okay? This man who's in charge of Russia would like to get the band back together, not in the way that you're thinking, but like I've said before, it's the whole sibling with the finger right next to your face going, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you because the United States has been playing that game since the collapse of the Soviet Union. Now the chickens have come home to roost because this man is testing the will of the West saying, okay, I've invaded a friendly state of yours that you helped overthrow an elected leader, by the way, in 2014. Um, you know, the Euro Maiden protest or Maidan or however you pronounce it. They ousted the pro-Russia guy that got voted in. They brought in somebody else. And that's when everything went to hell in a handbasket, right? Okay. So then you've been, ever since the fall of the Soviet Union, prior to this, Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, you've been, put, you've been parking in Poland. You've been parking these NATO bases right next to my backyard, okay? And then the Russians are like, listen, if you tell us that Ukraine is never going to be a member of NATO, we'll go home. And NATO was like, how about you go fuck yourself? And which is an answer that I would expect them to give. Here's the problem. How do you deal with this? You have a man who controls a vast nuclear arsenal, okay? I understand, oh, Jay, yeah, it's not as tough as the United States. I, I understand that. Thank you. Thank you. I get that. 
I just, you know, don't want you to have to shovel the ashes of your children into a hole after these two assholes decide to throw bombs at each other. But that's, but that's, we're getting ahead of ourselves. What is he going to do next? Well, Belarus is essentially a puppet state. Okay. There, there was it Lukashenko. I think that's the president's name. Like he's uh, the, the, Belarus is like, park your shit here for as long as you want. We're all friends here. We're all Russians here. They're, they're essentially a satellite state of the Russian Federation. Okay. They signed an indefinite agreement not too long ago to allow the Russians to keep bases there indefinitely. Okay. What's next? Well, of course, the president of the United States does not have a popular support unless you're a complete and total fucking retard to send American troops over there. And again, I, I, I totally, my, my sympathy is totally with the Ukrainian people. Nobody has suffered so much at the hands of their, of their, you know, neighboring aggressors. Okay. Like, I mean, horrible just in the 20th century alone you look at the whole of the more awful stuff right seven million ukrainians in one year the great famine orchestrated by the communist party i don't blame the russian people for that shit there's definitely somebody to blame his name is joseph stalin okay we, we that's established but this is a contentious i guess yeah yeah ukraine was uh, you was the ukrainian soviet socialist republic for a while not because they voted it in they weren't like boy we can't wait to join the gang over there <laughs> You know, with uh, Vladimir Lenin and Trotsky and all his friends. <laughs> the boys are back in town. <laughs> That's not how it happened, okay? They, they, it just, it was, comrades, you have been liberated. <laughs> you are now part of the gang. Mm-hmm. And it was like, fuck. <laughs> um, so they were the we first. What? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, they were one of the first uh, countries to rapidly uh, decommunize everything. They tore down the Red Stars. They completely uh, whitewashed the war memorials with hammer and sickles. They destroyed Lenin statues all over the place. They didn't want any part of it. Well, Mr. Putin views Ukraine as being historically part of Russia. And he does have some cause to that because it has been. Not by choice, but it has been. Okay? What's next? He's not going to get any pushback here. The Ukrainians are brave people, and I commend them for doing anything that they're doing. In the fa- I mean, they have nothing, okay? They're handing out AK-74s or whatever. Trust me, the Russians have attack helicopters. It's, it's not going to be good. From what I understand, I read the, the threat assessment, the uh, air defense systems of Ukraine, I, why the West didn't bolster this all this time, you know what I mean, is wild since they've had their dicks inside that ass for a while. They have, like, Cold War era anti-surface-to-air missiles from the Cold War. Good luck to you. Russia's upgraded their equipment and has been for some time. Okay, so who's next? If you're in Latvia, if you're in Estonia, if you're in Lithuania or Poland or Moldova, I'd be shitting my pants right now, like full-on running down the leg because this ain't going to stop here. It's not because he's not getting pushback. And I'm not saying he should. He's, I mean, the, from the local population, sure. I mean, it's hard to take a side in all of this shit because I hate war. I hate it when people die, especially something over something as absolutely retarded as this. Like he claims there's a Ukrainian genocide against Russians happening. I mean, I've, we've heard this before. I mean, this has been the pretext for every maniac that's ever decided to take military action. It's always a, a convenient thing. It's like, oh, well, there's a genocide going on in there. No, you're about to commit the genocide, you fucking asshole. We know we, this. Come on. Stop it already. Just stop already. 
but you fucking people are crazy out there. When you like, I have let's call him Frank from New Jersey, relative of mine, posted on the family Facebook about how you know we're we're being perceived as weak and we need to answer. And I I refrain from, and you can ask Christopher. I don't post political shit on the stupid goddamn Facebook. The family Facebook, I do not do that. I do cool stuff. I do Lord of the Rings stuff. I do I do fun things because number one it's not worth it there's a facebook page for the show and i'll post shit there twitter is where it happens twitter is where the where that real war of words can happen it does happen regularly but i just i'm not going to get involved because i don't want to argue with my family over shit that i know that they're wrong about it's just it's that simple these these people who are my family and i love them are flag waving flag saluting America do or die people for 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 different reasons. They're involved in, um, you know, first responders like firemen and EMS uh, ambulance drivers. You know, there's there's a lot there's there's a lot of uh, of what I like to call pa- plastic patriotism. So the flying the flag and support the country no matter what, even though their government is you know run by literal child raping retards. Okay, that being the case, so I don't get involved. Like I said, Christopher can attest to this as being true. It's not, I don't share or talk about anything political. I have no interest in it. I, I have no interest in it. I also have no interest in hearing what they have to say. Period. I, I, I just don't. I, it's, it's a waste of my time. I'd rather look at Lord of the Rings memes. I'd rather look at um, you know funny stuff that's going to brighten up my day. I already know the answer. Okay. I, I, I already know the answer. But like when I see that, and I encourage other people to do this, I ask them, are you going to go over there? The Ukrainians are taking volunteers. You don't have to be Ukrainian. You can go over there and sign up. I encourage you to go over there and sign up. What I ask you not to do is volunteer somebody else's kid to go over there and do something that you won't do. That's why I'm not getting involved. I have a 19-year-old kid. You know what that means? He's, he's draft eligible. Now he probably wouldn't cut the um, he wouldn't probably wouldn't cut the requirements for weight to start, but when shit gets heavy, even the Nazis started bringing in fucking Muslims to fight their war, uh, in the on the Eastern Front. Okay, when shit gets slim, standards go away. Okay, they they started running out of Aryans and they started getting in uh, Slavs to fight their war. Okay, the U.S. military, if the shit starts getting thin, they'll start chucking in the big boys and be like, okay, well, I mean, you could shoot a gun at least get shot while the rest of us run away. I mean, you know. Whatever. Right. Be cannon fodder. Yeah. Stand there. Um, but but there's other people who are draft eligible and physically eligible to fight this war. Your neighbors, your friends, your nieces, your nephews. It's not going to stop with the boys. It's 2022, baby. Everybody's going to get thrown in there, right? Because we're all equal now. We're all equal, right? So all of you, are, all of you, your sons and daughters. Your nieces and nephews. Don't don't fucking support something that you yourself wouldn't get involved with. That's why I don't have any principles because I don't fucking care. Okay, I, I my principle is I mind my own goddamn business and I leave you alone. And I expect the same in return. Now, if the tanks cross the border from New Jersey into Pennsylvania, oh, I might do something about it. If they definitely cross in, if they get sneaky and go through Ontario. And they kill Justin Trudeau. First of all, I won't say anything. But if they cross over to Kelly's Island, I'm going to have a real serious problem with that. Definitely. How, how about uh, 
speaking of Justin Trudeau, did you see that where he made a statement about Russia and the Ukraine and he was talking about how they were going to fight against authoritarianism? And it was like, you mean the same shit that you were doing? <laughs> like, like, isn't that authoritarianism? Just freezing people's bank accounts? No, not when we do it, Christopher. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I can't fucking stand that fucking dick nosed French Canadian <laughs> prick. And I love it. Every tweet's got to be in French, too. Like, right. oh, just a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. What, what an asshole. Canada's wonderful. I love Canada. They're great people. Right. Yeah. No, Canada's cool, but your fucking government sucks every bit as much as ours does. Oh, <laughs> well, fuck yeah. Yeah. They all got every other government in the fucking world. Yeah. There's definitely degrees to how of bad suck, it can of be. sucktitude. Yes. Degrees of sucktitude. <laughs> I think, I think that we're like Canada's really trying to tie us. Like the Canadian government's like, God damn, those Americans with the Patriot Act and all that shit. That shit sounds good. Right. Let's right. Let's some bank accounts over the Hong Kong uh, fucking tour that they had up there in Ottawa or whatever. And they now yeah. get rid of the emergency powers. That's gone. There's no longer an emergency. Therefore, the federal government shut up already. OK, mm-hmm. but, you know, you black faced Hitler motherfucker like that's he, he sucks so bad. I can't I, I don't like him either. So. No. I'm really I, I don't know what my, what else to say about the whole situation in Ukraine other than it's going to come to an end sooner than later. And it's not going to there. This isn't Hollywood. This isn't a movie. OK, the, nobody's coming to help those people. Nobody is. Did you see there's anarchists that got kicked out of Belarus that are fighting there, too, along with the other anarchists that volunteered to fight at the front. What they're doing, I, I don't. I understand that fighting for your land is a lot different than fighting for your government. I understand that completely. Like, this is my home. This is where I live. Like, if there's a tank rolling down um, rolling down Market Street, I'm going to have a serious fucking problem with that. Like, a very serious problem with that. Like, that's not going to mm-hmm. be okay. And prob- I, That's the thing that I don't understand. And also, be, expect Ukrainians that are fighting in, in combat arms, whether they have uniforms or not, to be treated as terrorists by the russians why because that precedent was already set by a previous actor and you know who did it the funny part is is when states get mad at the populace for fighting back against the occupation what the fuck do you think happens when you uninvitingly come into somebody's country and declare war on them and and bomb everything to hell and back and you don't ex- and you just don't expect people to fight back This is a level of stupidity that I cannot deal with. I sincerely can't deal with it. And, you know, Christopher, I get, I don't know, man. This is not going to end well, but the problem is this is a game of chicken where where I I don't think either party knows how to flinch. You know what I mean? And that's that's when it's going to get dangerous. Now, I know that the likeliness of a nuclear exchange may be a low probability, but you can't rule it out. When the president of the United States has dementia, okay, and, and shits his pants, and shits his pants, just with the Pope, maybe the Pope right. made a joke and said, and he said, um, uh, you know, hey, uh, Joe, what, what if I release some of the names of the people you're covering up for that, uh, you know, the fuck kids, huh? How about that? And he like nudges him, hey, hey, how'd you like those kids I sent to you? And Joe just like shits himself in fear because he knows that he's part of it. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, he shit himself at the Vatican. So I and he has dementia. 
Like he has full on dementia. I watched a press conference with him today. And you know, when somebody's reading a teleprompter, some are better than others when it comes to not letting their eyes follow the lines like this. Joe's very bad at that. Very bad at that. No mm-hmm. good. He's um I don't know, man. He looks terrible too. Like he he's really old. does. <laughs> he's old. Old people don't are do not always look on point. Some days they look better than others and they have better <laughs> brain processing days than other days. And sure. He's very limited on his brain processing. So you know, sure. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, Poland, Moldova. I, I would I would definitely be worried right now. And now we have a humanitarian crisis that's been created as a result of this incursion, this invasion, because people are trying to get the fuck out of the way. And now there's going to be choke points where human beings are trying to run away from war. And do you think Russian bombers are going to distinguish between military trucks that they're standing next to or walking next to? No. I was going to say, I saw some live feeds from Kiev earlier showing the highway and the highway going out of Kiev was fucking gridlocked. Yeah. Gridlocked because people are trying to leave the city in droves and they can, and there's no there's no flights like there there's no no flights going out of the area. So like people are just getting in their cars and trying to get the fuck out of the city and like yeah that's I I couldn't imagine like like you said, like my heart definitely goes out to to the Ukrainian people because that, like, can you imagine at five in the morning just hearing bombs and shit going off all of a sudden? Yeah, no, I can't. I, I'm very uh, fortunate to say uh, that uh, the likeliness of myself living through that is considerably low, but it definitely has risen slightly in the last forty eight hours. Right, because it all depends on responses. Because, like, and like I said in the addendum that I did. And for those of you who have conservative friends or they're war hawks, you know, with other people's kids, just like they like to spend other people's money, they're okay with sending your children off to fight for a war that they believe in that they themselves would never be caught in. Just look at the ramifications of nuclear holocaust. Check out the episode because I go through the different stages of how things happen after the bombs fall and everything is gone. You know, so that way, whoever wins can plant their flag on a heap of ashes. Great. That's can't wait for that result. Right. The lucky ones are at ground zero because I would not want to feel the after effects of nuclear fallout. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. I like I would get a convoy of us guys and, you know, the people that, you know, who <laughs> know what's going to happen and, and just fucking hold hands. And right. you just close your eyes. It'll be over fast. Trust me, it'll feel like a pinch and then it'll be gone. Like Mr. Graham said in applied science in 12th yeah. grade to the rest of us, like you don't want to be here afterwards. You don't want anything to do with that because it's going to be very, very bad. And I cover all the different kinds of, of things that'll happen. And just imagine it happening to your children or the people that you love. Mm-hmm. Not so much you. Okay. Cause once you're gone, that's okay. But if you have to watch somebody else suffer, you have to watch your 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 son or daughter suffer like that. That 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 should change the perspective a little bit. There's no winners. And Mr. Putin has the advantage because he knows the rest of the world probably doesn't want to do to go to that final step. And they also probably know that he will go to that final step. 
or maybe they don't know how he's going to react. So the cards are firmly in his favor because who wants to be responsible for kicking off a thermonuclear war, right? Now, you could make the argument, I guess, that the Russians are responsible for this aggression. Sure, maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. Um, and maybe, you know, they're going to funnel arms. Like, this is, yes, the, the state is going to fall. Like, I, I have it right here that Kiev is to fall by the weekend. Okay? So the weekend, for me, technically starts tomorrow after work, right? Like most normal people, as soon as you're done working on a Friday, it's weekend time. <clears throat> Okay, the weekend formally ends after breakfast on Sunday, because then it's the Sunday scaries as you prepare yourself for another <laughs> dredge through hell. Um, yeah, preparing yeah. for the job that you, I, I definitely didn't turn out the, the way I thought I was going to turn out. I thought I was going to be the starting defenseman for the New York Rangers when I was a kid. Well, and here we are today. So you know, the Sunday scaries are after breakfast, and the sugar high wears off from the pancake batter and the chocolate chips maybe you put in there and that that nice maple syrup we have great maple syrup here in ohio it's tremendous i don't know if it's as good as the shit in quebec but it's pretty good um and after that maple syrup without justin trudeau (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly without the blackface um right (laughs) uh but uh, once that uh diabetic shock wears off and you start to, you know, it starts to be one and two o'clock. You start making preparations to get back into the trenches of work and, you know, the, the soul crushing existence of the working class. Um, you know, man, like thinking about what this is going to look like, I always wonder, I always talk about this on the show and it makes me think about like the Gavriello Princip moment when it happens. And yes, it's because I'm a World War One guy, but also... I don't want to miss it when it happens now. And I still feel that 9-11 was that moment. You know what I mean? Leading up to the very world that we have now. But maybe for people in Ukraine, maybe it was the fall of the Soviet Union because you have all of the countries that left who were held there, you know, under duress, under threat of violence in that uh, fake union of independent states who wanted to be, you know, controlled by, you know, the central committee of the communist party. But, you know, for them, this is life. This is something that, you know, these kids are going to be traumatized by. You see, you know, the, the impact on the lives of people that you, you see these, you know, the wives, like it's those, it's, it's the modern version of those photographs of men going off to war, leaving their families behind only they're in, you know, 4k quality. You see kids crying, holding on to their dads because their dads are like, listen, I got to go because somebody has to do something about it and it's fucking tragic that it's happening you know they shouldn't have to be doing that they should be eating disgusting greasy food like the rest of us watching tv or going bowling or whatever the fuck it is they want to do having fun and living instead of literally instead of going one day you're a software engineer the next day they're handing you a rifle saying the fucking russians have taken chernobyl once again great win guys um and uh they're going to be here by the weekend so good luck. And what the fuck do you think that's going to happen to you when they get you? Like it's it, it, the situation bothers me a lot, man. I mean, it's it's crazy. So I don't know. That's kind of dominating the news cycle. I, I'm sure that um, I'm sure Joe Biden is more concerned about his Supreme Court nominee, making sure that it's a, a female and uh, uh, an African-American, perhaps a trans person, uh, Latina X. Um, many different categories to check off to make sure that we have the most 
gender neutral, inclusive, non-binary Supreme Court justice nominee in the history of uh, this ridiculous country. So I don't know. I, it, like, it's wild, man. It's it's a wild thing. I wish there was something else that we could really focus on and talk about. But it's here. It's here. And guess what else? Um, the, the, the Chinese People's Liberation Army is, uh, well, the Navy technically, is doing maneuvers. Like, I think in the Strait of Taiwan. So there's that. So it's all the it's all coming out. Now I have a suggestion. I have a suggestion for all of you who want a war, and I don't want one. And I think the majority of Americans who are not fucking assholes don't want a war. I mean, there's a lot of assholes in this country, but usually these wars kind of pop up because the bank wants it, or you know, the state wants it, the Raytheon needs it. You know, the numbers got to go back up. We got to sell this mm-hmm. shit. I think, see, now, if we treat, there's two ways, this, let's, let's try to treat this, okay? So, like, Germany, who technically won everything, even though they lost two world wars, they won it all because they control Europe. They're the dominant country in Europe, right? The Germans actually won after all of this, okay? Now, the Germans are one and one with the Russians, okay? So, the first world war, they won. And then the communists negotiated a peace treaty that involved Ukraine, by the way, and parts of Poland, and you know the Germans were administrating there. And then, of course, we all know World War II, they took a colossal knockout. Okay, so the, the Russians tapped in the first fight. Second fight, part deux, the Germans got KO'd on the map, totally fucked up. They, they ran four out of five rounds, and then in the fifth round, uh, you know, they turned the Soviets turned it around, and they just beat the shit out of Germany and knocked them out of the fight. I mean, there was years... Where the Germans, they had a couple of different camps that they were trying to figure out how to get back on the mat. You know what I mean? You know, they had a rough career here and now they're back. This could be it. The Germans could probably, you know, say, hey, listen, we're going to do the best of three right now. And then they could have a huge fight with the Russians. And let's find out who the big winner is. We could do that. That would be fun. But then it becomes a WWE event where because instead these two actors are in there fighting with each other. Next thing you know, it's like, and the United States has grabbed the chair and entered the ring, and they've hit the Russians in the back with the chair, and then nuclear Armageddon happens. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I kept trying to spin this into a more entertaining way, but this is not, it's not working out. It's no good. <laughs> I, like, I like the WWE uh, reference. You know? I mean, it's, it's just... It's fitting. It's yeah. fitting. It truly is. Uh, apropos if you will that's fantastic word it truly is a fantastic word right (laughs) fantastic so it has a flow to it oh yeah oh yeah and then some people will either be like that's great really really church up a sentence with that word church (laughs) up a sentence i like that i have never heard that phrase in my entire life that's excellent church it up yeah, you got to church right. it up a bit, man. Church it up a bit. So, Angel, who do you got? Like, who do you? What do you think is going to happen with all of this? Um, you know, I'm not really sure. Um, I, I think probably, you know, obviously bad things. Um, yeah. it's no <laughs> it's, good. It's no good. Um, I don't think a nuclear war is is going to occur. Um, I, I don't think that that benefits anybody and Russia's whole goal by invading Ukraine is to, 
um, benefit itself? And how can you benefit yourself at the detriment of your own self by using these weapons? I don't know if they're really like if they can make it very far. I'm not 100% sure on that situation because I don't know not enough about like their arsenal and their capabilities and how far these things can travel. Like I've, you know, read in the past that it can make it to the UK, but I'm not really 100%, you know, sure on that. I don't know. Um, I think Putin's desperate, you know, sometimes in, in these actions, like I think he is trying to, you know, kind of test the waters a little bit because like he feels maybe there's like a um you know pathway right now with the, with the the leaders that are in charge and maybe he can he feels like a he senses his opportunity and he's being very opportunistic right now and taking advantage of whatever situation whatever power struggle that there is yeah. you know, in the world right now, because obviously he's making this move when he didn't in the past, but he's slowly been building up to it. So I'm not really, I don't know. It's not good. Well, let me give you some numbers. So this is, we're going to compare each side, every category. All right. So this is an estimate uh, provided by the Daily Mail about, okay. about um, the distribution of forces. Okay. So troops, Russia has 280,000. Ukrainians have 125,000. Tanks, this is a huge problem for Ukraine. The Russians have 13,367. The Ukrainians have 2,199. Artillery pieces, the Russians have 5,934. Ukrainians have 1,962. Armored vehicles, the Russians have 19,783. And the Ukrainians have 2,870. Russia, personnel for their air force, 165,000, 35,000 for Ukraine. Attack aircraft, 1,328 for Russia. And then 146 for Ukraine. Attack helicopters, the Russians have 478. And Ukraine has 42. Navy, personnel, 150,000 for the Russians, 15,000 for the Ukrainians. Warships, 74 for the Russians. Kiev has two. Submarines, the Russians have 50. Ukraine has none. And then the reserves, the Russians have 2 million men in reserve, and the Ukrainians have 900,000 in reserve. It is only a matter of time. It is literally a matter of time. If it devolves into guerrilla warfare, it's a different story. That always changes everything. We've seen it. We saw it in Afghanistan for 20 years. The United States trying to do what nobody else has ever been able to do. Um, in true American fashion, we like to be the ones to go out and say, we can make the impossible possible. Not in Afghanistan. That's not gonna happen. Same thing happened to the Russians. This could happen again. It could, but what you'll probably see is an installation of a puppet government, more or less what happened, let's say in Afghanistan in 1979, when the Russians like upheld, like, uh, kept in a Marxist-Leninist uh, Afghan party and mm -hmm. kept them in charge. Same thing's going to happen. You're going to have a Russian-friendly puppet government put in there. And in the meantime, there's going to be 
you know, sporadic fighting in different places, and you're going to have guerrilla warfare happening. I mean, unfortunately, there's not a lot of places to hide there because, I mean, there's no fucking mountains right? in but, Ukraine. But, you know? I mean, like, so if people are joining in and, and support to help Ukraine, like, sending troops or whatever, I'm not really sure what's actually happening as far as like who's doing what when and who's supporting ukraine and what type of support are they being provided uh you know as far as like boots on the ground and things of that nature i i don't know all of those details i'm sure it's only a matter of time and i have thought without knowing everything there is to know about it obviously you you know a lot more about this topic than than anybody you know here because you know you that's part of your studies and things like that and you know you know you you just know things and i i don't know as much as you but i just am like it's it's inevitable for russia to you know invade ukraine and then obviously take it over and why not just let them have it like because is it really worth it in the in the long run like to have all of these people die just let them take it and fucking move on or like everybody you know rile up against russia and say fuck you like those are the options and nobody nobody ever really wants to like you know be the one to start an issue so nobody does nothing and they allow tyranny and shit like that to continue because of the inaction but it's not really anybody's business but at the same time it's like i i don't know it's very complicated it's very complicated well i don't think first of all i think the idea of letting them have it is just not going to happen like right i understand that but there's two options right you just let russia have it and don't do anything mm -hmm. or you try to help these people but then people are like we shouldn't be helping them because it's none of our business and like mm -hmm. while i agree with that however i don't think it's right that people just decide to fucking fuck up other people's lives and existence based upon whatever power moves they want to make in any given day like why is that still occurring in this day and age because people are fucking assholes i don't know i guess so i mean there's also think about the ramifications for the market that are coming up too I heard that the the stock market was at I forget how it was at some point like it fell like I don't know how many points oil's over a hundred bucks a barrel now again so you know this is definitely disrupting things financially um you know I, I, there's a lot of ramifications and the other thing too is like they talk about sanctions that's another thing that but they the, don't work Russia's been sanctioned time and time again for fucking forever so is north korea that shit ain't shut down so what what's the point in sanctions i i, I agree with that it, and especially with a country that's so resource wealthy that's the other thing it's like okay well they might be able but china's not going to listen to them they're, they're not going to listen to any kind of sanctions the chinese communists are going to keep trading with them so the sanctions are just like they're like okay they're tough words that's about it i mean spicy words are not really going to make a difference here um i don't know man like in but here's some here's something that i didn't expect to see out of this whole thing so there's a lot of russian people who have been protesting this invasion in their own country mm -hmm. and they're arresting hundreds of people 
in Russia, and I'm sure they're going to be tried for treason and, uh, you know, summarily executed in some hole in Siberia. If I mean, they're even tried. If they're even tried. 549 people have been arrested in 39 cities across the country for protesting the invasion. Um, there isn't so much of a central protest, quote, there are some leaders here in the central area of Moscow, CNN, Nick, Nick Robertson reported in Moscow. While we've been here for 45 minutes, another person is being dragged out by the subway there, being dragged by the police, arrested, pressed up against the vehicle. We've seen dozens of people being arrested over here the last 45 minutes. Guys, protesting here versus protesting there are very two different things. Very, very different. Okay? It's not like these people who are protesting in Russia do have balls because they know exactly what how what the fucking reaction was going to be. There, there is no freedom of speech over there. You know, you just even even the shitty one that we have here is miles better than the one that they have over there. Okay, so it's not going to be good for them. Um, It is nice to see that some of the people over there are protesting this saying, hey, I hate to see this. I don't want this. This is no good. It's pointless to even do that. I agree with that, too. You just out yourself to to become fucking, you know, like disappeared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unpersoned. Unpersoned. So I don't know, man. Like, it's it's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, Here's some uh, local news for you. I guess we call it. So listen to this. This is from the Chicago Tribune. It is not the uh, Billings Gazette, as I, I did not forget this time. <laughs> you almost did. I did not. <laughs> it's not the Billings Gazette, the periodical of greatest note in this country. It's the Chicago Tribune. Chicago's new basic income program will open to residents seeking cash assistance in April. <sighs> Chicago residents will be able to apply to participate in the, in the city's $500 per month basic income pilot program in april mary lori i am on crack cocaine lightfoot announced thursday have you ever seen pictures of her i mean she five hundred dollars basic universal income are you fucking kidding me wait wait, let me get through it because my question is is that like do you get that and nothing else like let's say you got the ebt card like and i'm not knocking you if you have it this isn't a judgment call i'm just asking is this an addition to any kind of payment or is this just we're going to give you $500 cash? Like, I don't know how this works. Anyway, let's get through it. Okay. The city council passed a $31.5 million basic income program as part of uh, Crack Cocaine Lightfoot's $16.7 billion budget. Lightfoot administration officials are now in the process of hiring an outside company to run the program. <laughs> okay no money's being exchanged here what are you talking about this is chicago uh which aims to provide five thousand low-income households with the monthly cash payments for 12 months something the mayor has touted as one of the largest programs uh of its kind nationwide applicants must be over 18 live in the city have experienced economic hardship due to covid19 and are below 250 percent of the federal poverty level that means a household of three cannot have an income higher than 57575 to be eligible. They're only going to do this for 5,000 people. I will guarantee you that there are more than 5,000 people who do not meet those uh, standards. I'm just telling and you right now. $57,000 ain't shit for three people. Nope. Like, these people are fucked up. 
like this whole shit is fucked up and it's going down and they they their shit's all fucked up and they talk like a fag like i i don't i don't know <laughs> that that's all i have to say about it like it's it's you know okay they're uh, tarted good to know in april the city will also have open applications for a 4.8 million dollar program offering one-time 500 dollars payments to domestic workers in addition the city has also established a 10.7 million dollar fund offering one-time $500 payments to people who are ineligible for federal relief, including undocumented immigrants. So, um, okay, so who's listen. getting rich here? No, <laughs> like, listen. Who's making the real money? People here? of Chicago, if there's anybody in Chicago that listens to our show, please just go and fucking get a job somewhere. Like, it, it's less strings attached and less bullshit and a better use of your time to actually just physically go into a place of employment and 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 get a job because there's all these different fucking things and you got to jump through hoops and it, it's not worth it and it's you know it's tied into something terrible i'm sure don't fucking do it just get a job if you can okay don't don't go to the government and get money from them it there's some ain't nothing free and there's something fucked up behind it and don't be responsible all right well i mean i I don't know what to tell these people other than don't do it i mean that's that's not going to be enough it's not enough that's why i said it's not going to be enough it's easier just to go and get a fucking job somewhere like because you're going to be standing in line for hours like the reason why people like it takes all day long to get government assistance all fucking day long yeah i'm not even kidding you like you have to stand in fucking line and all this fucking shit it takes hours just to get something for fucking free you may as well go to work you know i I I understand what you're saying you get more money if you go to work and you work those hours fuck the welfare state in general so I just, I'm, I'm serious. Like I, I experienced it. Like I know, I know you did. It's not. It's totally easier to fucking be employed than it is to not work and apply for government fucking assistance. If you can work, get a job. Like that. That's all I can say. Like I mean, obviously, if you're disabled, you can't. And there's a reason. Like obviously, there's a reason. But if you can and you're you're physically able to do so, it's so much easier. Just get a job. All right. Get a job, sir. Get a job, sir. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you, if anybody wants some good news, so this is good news, at least the modicum of justice, right? So you remember the three other police officers that were involved in the murder of George Floyd in May of 2020? Well, they were found guilty on federal charges in the killing of mr floyd Mm -hmm. so uh three former uh, minneapolis police officers have been found guilty of violating the civil rights of george floyd whose death at the hands of police in 2020 spurred protests against systemic racism around the world so j alexander kuing thomas lane and tao thao i don't know if i'm pronouncing those correctly were all convicted of depriving floyd of his civil rights while acting under government authority when they failed to give him medical aid. Additionally, uh, two of them were convicted of not intervening to stop their fellow officer, Derek Chauvin, from using excessive force. They, have plead- they had pleaded not guilty. 
Uh, they each face up to life in prison, although such a severe punishment is unlikely. Of course not. The men are scheduled for trial in June on state charges of aiding and abetting murder and manslaughter. So there's some good news, I guess, there, a little bit of that. Um, I don't know. I think they should be shot, but that's just my opinion. Uh, <laughs> it, with a Nerf gun. I mean, with a Nerf gun. I keep forgetting this is going to go on YouTube. We've already said nasty things. <laughs> Like, Angel, you better control yourself over there. You're in charge of the show. Uh, and we're said s- nasty things about what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I, just, I just said that somebody... You, you spoke a particular F word that, that'll probably get the I, video I removed on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I didn't mean it like that. I just, <laughs> no, you know, it's from a movie. It is. You're quoting. You have to say that. I'm quoting Idiocracy, a film of great note that everybody I'll, I'll knows. I'll edit it out. No, it's fine. Um, So... But yeah, what is it? The tarted word or the... no? Not okay. that one. It's a bundle of sticks. Bundle of sticks. Yeah. yeah. Or or a cigarette, if you will. It's yes. They literally. If you're British. Yeah. You know. It's a bit odd, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a bit <laughs> different to call it that, isn't it? In it. I n n i t in it. In it. In it. It's it's a bit unique, isn't it? You know, talking about it, isn't it? I love that. Really bad at maths, isn't it? So I I did watch uh, the King's Man. Dude, on what on what streaming service? HBO Max. Oh, I know what I'm gonna do tonight. Yeah, I think it's on. I think it's on Hulu as well. Oddly, enough, how was I think it? It was. Uh, it 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 was all it was all right. I I I like the other two better, but this one was Damn. good. This one was good. It was like uh. I don't know. It's kind of weird at moments, especially with uh, the Rasputin scenes. Oh, Rasputin is in there. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. All yeah. right. But no, I mean, it was it was. Co- I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I just I liked the other two better, for sure. But well, I enjoyed check it. That out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. They added it like last weekend, I think. So they they just put it on there relatively recently. I really wanted to go and see it in the theater, but yeah. I never was able to because of communism. So, I mean, this is nice. Um, oh, how about this one, you guys? It's now cheaper to travel to Paris, France, not like Paris, like Texas, Paris, France. <laughs> yeah. Than it is to stay at Disneyland in Anaheim, California. <laughs> Don't go to Disneyland. This month, the outlet reported that in June of 2022, okay, upcoming, it costs a total of $4,571.50 for two people to stay at the Paradise Pier Hotel, the cheapest Disney property resort available for six nights with five days of park tickets included. Meanwhile, at Disney Paris, the cheapest on-property hotel, the Hotel Santa Fe, was quoted at $2,173.66 for seven days of theme park tickets and a six-night stay. No meals were added. I mean, who needs to eat when you're at Disney, really? You just run on being excited. Um, And cocaine. Uh, Even with $1,456.74 flight from L.A. to Paris included, the experience would still come out to a grand total of $3,676.06. So travelers in this area could save $895.44 by going to Disneyland in Paris No, instead of Anaheim. Um, no to all of that. No to Anaheim and uh, no disrespect. But right now, Europe doesn't look like a great place to visit. 
uh, even the western part. Who knows? Um, I know some people are like really into that, like those types of vacations. And maybe it's for their kids. You know, I don't have any children, so I don't. Well, I would much rather just go to the beach at the ocean. That's right. all I need to do. Or like if you're going to go to Paris, why wouldn't you do something? I, I don't know. I, I have different yeah. interests, so. Well, yeah. Right. Well, if I was going to Paris, it would not be to go to fucking right. Disney. Yeah, no, no. No, I would, I would, I would, would like to go to Paris. I've been to France, but I haven't been to Paris. Um, just, just to see some shit. But yeah, if I was going to go to Paris, it sure as fuck wouldn't be to go to Disney. Right. I mean, <laughs> like, even if it is cheaper, I'd rather just go see like historic shit and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Same. I, I agree 100%. I went to much rather, Paris. I'd much rather, I'd much rather go see. Like, that's, like, the thing about, like, Europe and, like, a lot of the stuff over there. Like, that's the old world, and there's buildings and, and structures and mm -hmm. shit over there that's, like, way older than anything over here. So Definitely. Um, yeah, I'd be going there for historic shit. Fuck Disney. Yeah, Disney. I'm with you on that one. Disney could suck my fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not before you wash it with Todd's gay soap, too, because yes, before they yeah. don't get they don't get the uh, the the pre gay soap dung ditch. They don't get that. You know, they got to They got to They got a fucking army crawl through the dingleberry fields, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm just so Disney adverse. Like, I just, I don't know. Anytime I hear Disney, I'm like, mm, I cringe. Well, we both, Angel and I both know a family that went there and it cost $10,000. Yeah, it's a fucking $10,000 to go to a theme park. I mean, for Christ, what are we doing here? Mm. Ten grand. Nope. That's a fucking down payment on a decent fucking home. Mm -hmm. That's the RV where I where I just disappear into the mountains with the RV. Bye. Yep. See ya. Mm -hmm. You know That'd what I mean? Awesome. Oh, it would be awesome. But ten grand to go to Florida to fucking I've, die in the heat. Right. I, that's a firm no. That is a fr ten grand to go anywhere. Like I, I would just. That isn't really fucking cool. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like Christopher said, like, I've been to Paris and I granted this was in 1986, um, but I got to go to Versailles. That's all I'm going to say about it. I got to go there and there was a golden bathtub bathtub that was made out of gold and I couldn't fucking get over it. I was like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it was really neat to be there. Um, and then we got to go to like to the Eiffel Tower and then we went to the catacombs and then there's this church, not the um, the Notre Dame Cathedral, which, by the way, all the stuff in there, mm -hmm. the structure might like I know it's burnt. The building itself might be from the Gothic era, but guess what? Everything that was in there prior to that fire were not originals. People forget that shit all the time. The shit that was in there uh, that you saw before the fire. Guess what? Those are all recreations because after the French Revolution, they, taint, they turned uh, the Cathedral of Notre Dame, which is, I think, in French, that means the, uh, the, our, the Cathedral of Our Lady. I think they're referencing the Virgin Mary. Um, everything in there was torn out. And the Jacobins turned, and Robespierre turned it into the Temple of Reason. And they, like, started their own calendar to count the, like, how, how, how just like, kind of like um, North Korea has the Juche calendar, and they have, like, different years. 
and how like to measure time like as the passage of days and stuff the french revolutionaries did the same thing so mm-hmm. all the stuff that was in there that that was ancient and medieval was gone so the stuff that you see there now it ain't the original stuff it's not but we went to this other church that's on a hill that you can overlook the entire city and it's called uh, the church of the sacred heart you have to go up these massive amount of stairs like it is a big ass walk i mean i would probably need a breather now at this age and size probably need to go ahead and sit down a couple of times and you're in france so that's an excuse to smoke because they you know we hear that you know that uh they love to have a cig over there um you sit down and smoke a cancer and they get up and walk the hill again but then there's i think that's where they bury like their their cardinals or whatever like they have catacombs underneath the church where they you know they bury like you know high ranking individuals it's a beautiful cathedral again you don't have to believe in anything to appreciate art and all those buildings are art all the churches all that stuff like the orthodox churches in russia I, again this has nothing to do with religion they're beautiful like the paintings the iconography all that shit i find a lot of beauty in that i think it's awesome to look at something like that and look you at know what else old. looks yeah. really cool in russia is their fucking subway stations yeah this and they were built in the soviet era too man like yeah, yeah. they are amazing amazing yeah. places it is art i mean it truly yeah. is yeah like very fine examples of, of good architecture agreed and in design but yeah russia has some really cool looking uh subway stations yeah they definitely do and of course in saint petersburg they have uh the palace the czar's palace and stuff like that i mean there's a list of shit that i, I for 10 grand i would definitely rather go there and check that out or go to germany right. and check out right. what they have than go to fucking florida seriously i mean i i like florida but if i'm going to florida it's not once again it's not to get a disney like i'd rather go to the beach but like if like you said if you're gonna spend that kind of money like i would rather like fuck that corporate disney trash bullshit that pre-canned experience fucking and i know some people eat that shit up man i don't get it some people absolutely love it adore it lap that shit up they're like yes daddy give me more yep but like i would just i would so much rather you know if i'm gonna spend that kind of money like i said see some real sites go see some history absolutely learn learn something see something that you might only might only be a once in a lifetime opportunity to see i agree with that 100 percent, man i couldn't get i couldn't throw more support behind that statement that is like yeah it's one it's something because that will be a once in a lifetime and yes, I do like, okay. I'd rather like go to like Brittany or something, you know? Oh yeah, definitely in France. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would, I, I, to rent a for 10 grand, you can fucking rent a car and just drive around and check shit out and go up to Normandy and go all the way down to Marseille and check everything out. Like, yeah, that would be, I, I would yeah. also love to travel to New Zealand just to do the Lord of the Rings tour that they have. Mm-hmm. Dude. Like, like, like because they left all of that set up and just like the scenery there is like breathtaking their government sucks fat assholes once again like here we go like different levels of sucktitude but sure but but new zealand is beautiful man like from from what i've seen and i would just i would love to like no pictures do shit like that justice like you have to see it in person and yeah that would be cool so if I was going to do any sort of corporate thing, like I would much rather go on the Lord of the Rings tour. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. But, but then you get to see like breathtaking, like natural. 
oh yeah landscape and shit like that so yeah, uh, you know I, what i dude check this out so i have a friend of mine steve p who, who's a kiwi and um he's a biomedical engineer and he lives here he's got like a horse him and his wife have like in like this this property they got a nice they have a horse they're big horse people and i was talking to him about it down there and uh he was like well you're gonna let me know when you go down there i'll i'll try to go with you and he goes just to let you know the internet is slow and it's really really expensive and i'm like and i'm not doing justice to his accent i'm doing the best i can like angels heard me talk to him i'm trying to do my best impression of steve p mm-hmm. he doesn't listen to the fucking show anyway but he's a tremendous guy but apparently it's super duper expensive there and he told me the internet is slow like i i don't even know what that means angel could you <laughs> angel could you look that up that, okay. like look up if the internet is slow in new zealand i need to verify this or if he's just talking out of his ass steve p i don't think he's talking out of his ass but i've never heard such a phrase i mean I, there's no internet like are they using dial-up like what does that mean like they have aol still they're still getting those discs in the mail for free you're free 5,000 hours or whatever the fuck it is. AOL, your free trial disc, your CD-ROM. Jesus Christ, flashback to the 90s, man. Dude, memory lane, man. Fucking dial up. You waited like three minutes to see a pair of tits. Oh, my God. And now look, <laughs> you imagine telling kids back then. Like the nipple's loading, the nipple's loading. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't find anything. Okay, well, that's what Steve P told me. That's a slow internet. But yeah, can you imagine go back in time telling kids in the late 90s, mid and late 90s, hey, listen, you know how you start to pull out your wiener and jerk it off right when the, like, the, the screen, half of it shows boobs? Well, there's going to be a website that's free that you can watch tentacle porn. Like, you can watch whatever you want, like, for nothing. The kids would be like, I don't believe you. Like, why are you talking shit? Like, this is as good as it gets. Like, we're getting it for free right now. It just takes a couple of minutes. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man, memory lane with that. God, those fucking discs for um, Juno and Netscape. And, uh, oh, man, Netscape. I remember that was, like, the first uh, search engine that I ever used. Then there was, like, Alta Vista was a search engine. And then everybody loved Yahoo for a while. I don't even know Yahoo's still around. Like Yahoo's still around. I still have a Yahoo email. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Wow. That's not as bad as people that have Hotmail addresses, though. That's funny. Yeah, there's still people that have that. Yes, yeah. there is. Or Bell South, or you know, I've seen those. Um. <laughs> okay, so I looked up the top ten countries with the highest average internet speed. Um. They don't have the top ten fl- slowest. North Korea, first place. Okay, so zero. we're number 10, and South Korea's number one, okay? So, like, that's... The South Koreans have a faster internet? Yeah, 2.86 Mbps. So that's megabytes per second. Um, I'm impressed. Then there's Norway coming in at 23, Sweden at 22, Hong Kong at 21. They don't fucking use it anymore. Switzerland at 21. Finland at 20, Singapore at 20, Japan at 20, Denmark at 20, and the United States at 18.7. We need to get with it. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, wow. Is that like average speeds or? Uh, yeah, that's the highest average. It says top 10 countries with the highest average internet speed. Um, let's see. 
We don't even make the highest average peak connection speed. That's terrible. Um, I'm shocked by this. I really thought that we would be USA number one. Number one, baby. No, I thought no, it was No, we haven't. No, yeah, there's many countries that have much better, faster in internet infrastructure than what we have here. That's embarrassing. So it says New Zealand uh, is at the 27th place um, on the global list of the internet speed, and their average is 14.7 um, megabytes per second. It's still faster than the Australian average speed of 11.1 megabytes per second. Um, so, yeah. No, okay. I guess it is slow. It is slow. It's slow. number 27. I'm telling you, Jay, they're slow in it in, in New Zealand. Yes, like, right, uh, Singapore speed. has the highest average peak connection speed. Singapore. Singapore. You know that's like a fucking thirteen-hour flight, Chris. To 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 um, I guess you fly into Auckland. That's a long fucking time on an airplane, and now wearing a goddamn mask the whole time. I don't know, dude. I was gonna say whenever I. Flew out of New Jersey to Spain. It was like a 12, 12 and a half hour flight. Why was it that long? It took us six hours to get to Ireland from New Jersey. Jesus Christ. It was a long ass. Did you have stops? I don't think so. I I can't understand that. Because like, that's wild. I flew from New Jersey to, to Dublin and it took six hours. Wow, what the fuck is going on here? They put you on a prop plane or something? I don't know. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. How exciting. I know, you guys, that we didn't talk about a lot of different things because there's something dominating, like, world fucking news right now. It's a pretty big deal. Um, so, sorry about that. Just, I'm bothered. And like it really it's it's no good it's very uh very disappointing what's going on over there if you noticed uh brian is not here because he's decided to join the ukrainian army he's over there right now in the trenches uh-huh. he's he's fighting because you know he's a crazy person just kidding he had to work again so um so yeah that's where he's at I, i'm surprised he hasn't made his way over there he seemed to be pretty uh gung-ho for it but Hey, you know what? He was in the Marines, so he might still have time to be called up as a reservist if it is World War III. So you might get sent there after all. How exciting. I mean, do we really think that it's World War III? Like, is this, is this, how high is the possibility? It has the potential to spiral out of control really fast, as if it hasn't already, but it can yeah. Be, Here, yeah. It's pretty high then, probably. Here's the thing. The, the first of all, I don't like the definition of world wars because what is the official definition of a world war? Let's just go back to the American War of Independence. That technically was a world war because it was fought in more than just one location. Okay, the Napoleonic Wars were fought in more than one location. That's a fucking world war. There's been plenty of wars that have been fought all over the place. Okay. Okay. The war on uh, the war on terror. That's a fucking world war. It's happening all of the place. <laughs> yeah. All of the okay. fucking time. All right. 
So I hate this. It's like, what? What is the? Who is the official? Who gets to determine what asshole political scientist or historian gets to decide? Well, well this we're going to go ahead and call this one World War Three. I mean, bitch, come on, stop but it is already. Is it because of the number of uh, countries involved in one conflict? I, at, maybe. at a particular point in time, and that's what they're using as the definition of World War. It could be. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But like, there's been more than the last two world like global conflicts. Like, there definitely has been more than a couple of world wars. I mean, if we were going by belligerent states fighting all over the place, or does it have to be a certain amount of combatants? I, I, like, Mexico gets credit for being on the Allied side in the Second World War. I don't remember if they were at Normandy. I don't think they fought um, on the Eastern Front fighting the Germans but they with, with, like with they Soviets. they backed us or whatever yeah right? so like they get we, so they they get a medal they get a medal for that shit i i, I, I don't know. know these rules are stupid and war is fucking retarded that's all i have to say about that i don't know what else to say. and this simulation sucks i it's mean fucking like, awful like someone hit fucking reset let's start a new game save yeah is it like you know another day closer to death or like you know what what's happening here every day is another day closer to death if we're being fair here i mean being fair you know (laughs) you're gonna check out eventually i don't know um no none of us know anything uh but we do know that there is no i in team but there is an i in meat pie so that's exciting um i like pie who who doesn't and who doesn't so I hope the next time we talk, we'll have an actual couple of topics to get a hold of. But this has been the dominant, you know, in story in the news cycle. I mean, you can't get away from it, and rightfully so, because it's the largest scale conflict in Europe since the Second World War. You know, and the potential for things to spiral out of control, as Christopher said, you know, is it highly likely? I don't know if it's highly likely. But there's definitely some likeliness that it might that it's it higher than I'd like it to be. <laughs> That's well said. Yeah. That's well said. Well, I just didn't know, like, if it was like, you know, a real if, if the potential is high for this to be considered a world war, whatever those definitions and standards are. I'm not sure, but I don't know. I mean, everybody kind of seems to be playing the sidelines saying that they support Ukraine. And they're praying, like, but they're like, I'm praying for you, Ukraine. But then there's no prayers, like real action steps Mm -hmm. that ever happen. And so I, it's just all words that don't mean anything. Yeah. But also, um, you know, the threat of nuclear Holocaust looms large. The potential for that to happen is very real, and that's not even with the U.S. throwing in but I their arsenal. But I think it's just posturing. Like, I don't know for sure, but I just feel like it's posturing on his, his part. Uh, I don't know. Putin's a crazy asshole. <laughs> He's yeah, ex-KGB. But- like, it might be posturing, but he that motherfucker's crazy enough to hit that button. Agreed. I don't disagree, He's but cra- I just... crazy enough. But it's at his own detriment at that point. Like, I think he, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I mean that's it's, what nuclear warfare is. It's mutually assured destruction. But then what's the point? Because if I could, because they're, they're like, 
they're like the crazy ex-boyfriend that like if i can't have ukraine nobody can <laughs> right and set the building on fire well, yeah let's i just... want i want their ports and i want their farm fields i want it all <laughs> right i don't know i think that somebody needs to stand up and go do it motherfucker and scare him like i mean that's all it takes is somebody to just fucking be like fuck you fuck you like that's it you know i don't know i could be wrong i'm not i'm not an expert that's just my opinion yeah well you know listen we all we all don't like what we're seeing now and i'm sure the next time we talk to use on the pod it'll probably be something that we're not going to want to talk about either It's probably going to be a result that's not going to be favorable i'm worried about taiwan uh, I'm worried about everybody because a lot of innocent people who would rather not have anything to do with anything are going to be caught in the maelstrom. So uh, I, I just wish that uh, fair play to those folks in Russia that are protesting and fair play to everybody who, you know, is, is voicing their opinion of, of utter disgust and dissent. It sucks. And I feel bad for the Ukrainian people. So do I. And I feel bad for Russian moms that are going to get boxes with their kids in them for no goddamn reason, for stupid reasons. I feel bad for like it, this. This is why war fucking sucks. And I don't know how anybody can get excited over this, but I, f- I think like the legacy media is chomping at the bit. They're loving every minute of it. Like is COVID over now? Cause they're not going to be talking about it that much. They haven't said anything about it. Right. Is that over now? We've moved on from that fucking uh, fiasco no, to a new no, fiasco. Like, there's like I've been reading articles. Um, there's one from the Atlantic who, that we're talking about. Um, I hate that fucking co- place. COVID being similar to um, cigarette smoking and the outcome being preventable of the disease if you just do one thing and in relation to COVID, obviously that's getting a vaccine in relation to not getting cancer that's quitting smoking or don't smoke period mm. so like that there's shit like that that's coming out and then like oh this fast spreading omicron or however you pronounce it omicron omicron whatever mm-hmm. um is causing more deaths than the previous versions of uh COVID. so it's like it's still there but it's like I don't I don't know about anybody else, but I really stopped giving a shit a long time ago about anything. Any any news organization or article has to say, like, I just don't care. I get it. I don't know. No, I understand. Um, So, yeah, so I know this is a bummer of a show. Uh, Real big bummer. Not too good. Bad things happening. So but in the meantime, you know, I guess we'll talk about it and we'll cover it uh i'm gonna try to be out there if you haven't subscribed to the um uh my my personal uh youtube page it's called fat and destitute you could check out the hole that i lived in in allegheny county with the turlet in the basement next to the turlet basement uh on the shower floor where i was hitting my head on cobwebbed pipes while i was washing fearing the inevitable home invasion that never happened. Is that um, where you kept your printer? <laughs> no, 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 no. The printer was not <laughs> taken with me. The printer remained in the turlet in my actual home. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, we're an we're we're an efficient family where I live. We like to print and shit, um, get things done quickly. Maybe you hop in the shower and you have a PDF you need to print out for your elderly relative because <laughs> they're like, "Listen here, Jack, I how do PDF. I PDF?" Um, 
but yeah, no, that's you can check that out. I'm going to try to get out there. I was supposed to go to the Hartville flea market over the weekend, and I decided that I wasn't going to do anything, which was a poor choice on my behalf. Um, but um, I'd like to get over to Barberton and actually document for those of you who are not familiar with the unmitigated war crime, speaking of war, the, the, the disgusting war crime that is Barberton uh, fried chicken. <laughs> so that way you could see it in 4K, how ridiculous and the white pe- the piece of white bread that they give you. It's not even a biscuit. Um, and people will defend this shit with their honor. And hot sauce. Yeah, which is rice. Yeah, which is just kind of spicy rice but watery it's It's really gross garbage it's uh i I, i'll pay for it just to show use as an educational you know tool to avoid how fucking terrible this shit is right what i won't do because even after i peel off the very moist and not crunchy skin unlike the colonel Mm -hmm. sanders kentucky fried chicken that has real chicken real fried chicken it's it's delicious this is but at least underneath that that soggy uh skin of the chicken there's actually good meat on the chicken. i can give it to my dog but what i will not pay for is ohio valley pizza i will not document that for you i will not give one dime to ohio valley pizza makers Mm -hmm. it is a disrespect to the art of making pizza it's a disrespect to Stouffer's French bread pizza that you buy at the store in the frozen section. <laughs> it's a disrespect to Tombstone pizza that you buy in the frozen section of the pizza. Uh, it's, a, it's a disrespect to the slices of pizza you can get at Speedway. I agree with that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yes. It is, it, it is the biggest slap in the face to Italians everywhere. And, um, People make fun of Domino's. Domino's might as well be a five-course meal at a fancy hotel restaurant compared to Ohio Valley Pizza. Right. Domino's is like a fucking Michelin star restaurant (laughs) compared to fucking Ohio Valley Pizza. (laughs) It's true. It's awful. Like world-class pizza chef at Domino's. (laughs) He's got the, the white hat on and everything. He's got like the cigarette hanging out of his mouth and he's like singing like Italian country songs. Something like that. Anyway, we lost all the Italian listeners. It's fine. Um, I've never eaten pizza in Italy. I- I'm probably never going to get to go there. Um, I did. I know you did. And that's awesome. Um, but yeah, so I don't have anything else to say about this whole thing. Just, uh, we're all gathered here today because your prayers didn't work for a peaceful solution. Uh, thoughts and prayers do not work. Uh, Russian attack helicopters do work. And um, Ukrainians make uh, apparently excellent target practice for the forces of the Russian Federation. Oh, that's terrible. It is terrible. I'm not happy about it. You have anything to add, boss? Uh, no, other than I think like they might also like decapitate like leaders of the resistances and the literally cut their heads off uh that's that's what i see damn that's an isis move on the drudge report i don't know i don't know if it's you know because it's a title to an article that i didn't click on so i don't know the details but okay that's what it says i i don't know it right. says Moscow to decapitate leaders. So I'm assuming leaders of the resistance or leaders of the Ukraine 
and or both combined. Like, I could get the play on words, decapitate the regime. They'd be like, oh, okay, they're going to take out the leadership, like, or get rid of it. But, like, if they're literally going to start chopping heads off, I don't think that's going to be the look they're going to try to get. That's not a look you want to get. That's, well, that's no, I mean, it's already I take, bad. I take words literally. Fair enough. Like, unless you, Fair I don't enough. know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get the play. I like, you're going to cut somebody's head off. Like, that's how I read that. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's the point or if I'm supposed to get the play on words. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Neither do I. I'm too smart. Christopher, do you have anything before we wrap it up? All right. Fair enough. Mm, no. I, uh, again, guys, I, you know, I know this was a long winded one and we're just kind of, I'm really bummed. Like, it's because that's the dominant thing we want to talk about and the potential ramifications for all this. Again, you know, I had other ideas about what to talk about today until I got woken up with text messages that, um, you know, this this happened. This invasion happened. So it it fucking sucks. Yeah, there's Um, no details inside of the article saying one way or the other. Okay. All right. Well, good to know. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, no heads possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Um. But uh, at this time, I'd like to thank you for listening. Those of you that signed up on the Patreon, I hope you enjoyed the last episode that we put up there. We talked about jury nullification. It was a fun time. Again, it's two bucks a month. Uh, You can't get a family-sized bag of Skittles for that price. And while Skittles will give you diabetes in the end, our show will not do that to you. I mean, they'll have other effects on you, but that won't be one of them. don't forget if we ha- we have that if you enjoy if you enjoy you know the content we put together and if you like throwing us a few bucks just to keep uh, costs as minimal as possible for putting on the platform and all that other shit that's great we appreciate it appreciate all the listeners uh, checking in and of course you know your support is awesome we really appreciate it a lot if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel please do and um, that's about all I have. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Gorus Nexus, the premier sponsor of the Use Guys That podcast. So check out GorusNexus.com, crypto, knives, coffee, uh, books, ebooks, all sorts of cool stuff on there. Some stuff is free, some stuff you got to pay a little for, but it all depends on your level of how, where you want to go. There's a lot of cool resources on there. Check them out at GorusNexus.com. IPA, Ipain Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Ray Faba, fine art and design from the Great Lakes. And Team Mandalore, who does, in fact, keep cycling very weird. But the time has come once again. While the Russians have invaded Ukraine, stink probably has invaded your ass, your undercarriage, the folds in your body, disgusting. And while March is upon us, let us march to victory as the Russians are sure to do as well. But let's march the victory over stink and sweat with my friend Todd's Very Gay Soap from Akron Apothecary. This is cold-pressed, homemade soap from gay hands to your ass to keep you nice and clean, to fight all variants of the coronavirus in your butthole, all of these wonderful things that my friend Todd's Gay Soap provides to keep you fresh and clean-smelling for that special someone or someones in your life. Also acts as a great gift. Perhaps you don't. You have a relative that you don't want to really tell. Hey, you smell like shit. Use this soap. Just give it to him as a gift. Be like, hey, listen, this is Todd's gay soap. This is very exclusive. I got this for you. I think you're going to enjoy it. You should wash with it right now. Like, wash your ass right now and feel the difference. Feel and smell the difference of Todd's gay soap. Because Todd's gay soap is 
Soap for that ass. <laughs> Indeed it is. It gets me every time. So <laughs> be safe, you guys. It, may you live in interesting times. And I know that I'm sick and tired of living through historical events. I long for normalcy. Um, Fuck, dude. Like, understatement of the century, man. I am fucking absolutely tired of living through historic events. Yeah, I hate it. I, I, I'm, I'm not having a good time here. The simulation sucks. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't gotten that money yet. You know what I mean? I keep asking the simulation, like, can you just make this a little easier for me? Just put 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 a couple of thousand in my bank account, bro. Like, right, let me let me run on easy mode for a little please, bit, please. I'm tired of this shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks for listening, you guys. I appreciate it. I know it's a long winded one, man, but um, this shit really bothers me, and it should bother everybody because the potential for this to get really really spicy quickly exists. So. Take it easy out there. Be safe. You know, and to our Russian listeners, this isn't about you. You know, governments do terrible shit all the fucking time. And for the Americans in this situation, a lot of Americans are finally sitting down and be like, huh, I wonder if this is how the rest of the world feels when we invaded countries for no goddamn reason. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe go fuck myself. I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.